What's good, sitters? This is Bradford Douglas along with Joey Edge. Sitters, what's good? And Chris Martinez. A little delay there. I appreciate that. <laughs> and we are front porch sitting. We got a good one for, coming for you tonight. I was planning on saying something different, and then I, somehow I pointed to the guy, and I still wasn't ready. I don't know. <laughs> good thing he delayed for me. I wasn't ready either. But I am ready. This is going to be a good show. It is going to be a good show. What do we got? Um, Obviously, linebacker you. Uh, what else? We'll little baseball. We got a little baseball talk we got to talk about. My nose. Oh, a little college hoops. A little college hoops. Probably talk a little NBA, a little NBA All-Star Weekend. It was pretty good. Yeah, apparently. Uh, maybe some NFL, maybe some uh, Fury Wilder. Wait, we'll just throw all kinds of stuff to the wall and see what sticks tonight. We are here for the people. We'll cover everything. Everything. Love it. But first, <laughs> we have to let you know you got to visit JW Weaponry. He's got you covered. Always has you covered. Uh, JWWeaponry.com is the website. 386-243-8587 is the phone number. Give those guys a call. Get get uh, Mention the front porch. Get your 5% off. Great people. Great products. Tax return season. Go buy a gun. Boom. Yeah. Good people over there. I haven't talked to John in a while. I need to hit him up. Oh, I saw him at the Lusty Festival. Perfect. Do you, do perfect. you, do you go to that? Uh, occasionally, but not this year. Me either. It smells so good. I got my hair cut on Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Downtown. Yeah. Right. It smells so good down there. I know that uh, they had some buffalo bites that were apparently really good, and then the... the uh, Chicken and yellow rice is apparently the best in the world. So. Right, yeah. But I, I did not have any. It smelled like the fair. It's always a good thing when something <laughs> smells like the fair. It smells like the fair. I'm there. Other than the carnies. Um, <clears throat> I stay away from those guys. No, they're a little scary. they got small hands. <laughs> what? <laughs> it smells like cabbage. Wow, okay. Another <laughs> stereotype. Linebacker you, Joey. Um, I'm going to go ahead and defer to you because I feel like this is a good place for you to start with linebacker you. All right. I mean... Shocker. I mean, I'll just name some names. No, so again, how this process works. You want to tell the people how this works? I don't know how it works, so I would love for you to tell me how it works. <laughs> this guy's going to discredit me already before <laughs> I even said who it is. So I'll, I'll use Shane then. I text Shane this morning. I was like, look, I'm fixing to do it again. I need you to tell me who LBU is actually who lbu actually is. somebody's playing clash of clans in the room Jeez. <laughs> it isn't me one of our sit-ins anthony <laughs> newton um Jeez, just throw him <laughs> out there i love it but so how it works is i text shane and i was like look this is what i got don't let me do this who is we go through a couple of lists we go through uh georgia miami usc um texas a&m and I'm like, no. And he's like, yeah, no, none of those. Ohio State. He's like, uh, yeah, no, none of those. I'm like, okay, then. If we're having to take this much time debating that it's not Florida State, then it is Florida State. So, in my opinion, it's Florida State. They have Derek Brooks, Marvin Shadetree Jones. Um, I had Peter Bulware on here, but I was told I'm not allowed to because he's a D end, rush end, which is fair. Uh he he played some he played linebacker. <clears throat> no, he's a linebacker. I mean, he he may have been a rush in in college, but in in the NFL he was a, he was a linebacker. In a damn good one. Um then probably my favorite on this whole entire list was uh is Kendall Pope. Do you y'all ever watch Kendall Pope play in high school? Uh yeah. JT Clark is in with us right now. He said played with him. He knows he's a freak of nature. Kendall Pope was so damn good. It was ridiculous. And he was good at Florida State too. Um also from Lake City, he gets bonus points. Brian Allen, <laughs> Lake City, bonus points. True. Really good linebacker. Um, Ernie Sims was the highest rated player ever to come out of Arizona and ever recruited at Florida State at a perfect, not like, you know, they have .99 Joey or .998. Right. His was 1.0. 
ranking out of high school, five star, really good player, had a good NFL career as well. Now Nigel Bradham just got released from the Eagles, but has had a really good um, NFL career out of Wakulla. Then Telvin Smith, my favorite linebacker on the list, not from Lake City. Um, and then you have Lawrence Timmons, who had a long career in the NFL. Vince Williams, still in the NFL. I mean, it, there's just so many. There's Buster Davis. There's just tons of other ones that I'm not going to – because it waters down the list. But, I mean, just that group of 12 is – and there's one I have on here, Geno Hayes. Remember Geno Hayes from I Madison I remember Geno Hayes from, Anna, from really, Madison. Really damn good football player. Yeah. I didn't mention him initially because – Again, there's levels to this, and he would be like on the second tier. But that's a damn good player to have on the second tier. So I need you to say it. Oh, Florida State's uh, linebacker, you. Florida State is linebacker, you. Yeah, and I, I, I really, I really believe that was an easy argument. This is out of all of them, this was the easiest one. And if you'll take off your goggles, your unbiased eyes, you'll you'll understand. You'll, you'll agree with that. I can most certainly <clears throat> agree with that one a lot more than I can agree with the first two that you said. Fair. As, as far as I don't think I don't That's think they're I, even in the discussion in quarterback you I really don't I'm sorry but I don't okay um, D line you is I can I can appreciate it right. linebacker you yeah I, I can I can get on board with this okay um they they've just deep no really, it's just, really deep for a lot of years and then at the top end like pretty damn good too right I mean Mar- a lot of people don't remember Marvin Jones you might not remember Marvin Jones I only do because I got to watch film my dad showed me like old replays yeah I don't remember that guy at all freak show yeah. Unbelievable. Had a really long career with the Jets. I mean, just consensus all American. Him, he was just a monster. I like it. Well, I guess, uh, I mean, I can go ahead and start naming some names too. You ready? Uh, Alex Anzalone, John Bostic. Jer- I'm just kidding. I'm not going to Florida. <laughs> no. I think Florida's in the discussion, but they're they're in the fourth, third, fourth <clears throat> spot in when, this thing. When I talked to Shane today, because I like legitimately really did try not to go with Florida State just because I don't feel like taking shit tomorrow or – Right now, as right. you listen, right. But I was like, no, I just there, there wasn't anyone else that had as many and the top end combined. I feel like this one was probably the hardest one for me to pick. Truthfully. Yeah, I mean, and I knew you were going Florida State from the beginning. Yeah, when we first started this whole series, I said linebacker, you was Florida State for Chris. Period. I don't mean. Well, I, I, I looked it up and I was like, damn. You know, I mean, I just couldn't. I didn't. I realized that they had a lot of talent, but you know, damn, that's that's like a compared. Like Miami was there, right? Miami was close with Ray Lewis. Vilma, um, John Beeson, DJ Williams, like they had, but that was four. Right. N- go find the fifth one. It's yeah, like Colin McCarthy. To, right. Yeah. No, that that doesn't work. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I told Shane, I told him, I said, I think Florida is in the conversation in like like you said, two, three, maybe, probably three, maybe, but still three, four, five for me, somewhere in that I mean, range. Spikes, Siler. I mean, dude, them. I Bostic, love those. Davis, yeah. Bostic, what was the Jelani oh, yeah, Jenkins, yeah. Lorente McRae. Antonio Morrison. I can't, give you, I can't give you all those. I mean, the, I mean, all the those top. guys are still playing in the league today, though. Morrison? Uh, he may not be. He was a couple so. of years ago with Indianapolis. Boston got back in the league. He took a little bit of time off or had was forced to take time off. But Fowler, if you count him as a linebacker. No, <laughs> I don't. He's a damn good football player. But you, can count, a, you could have counted him on the D-line. Yeah. If that's the case, then I'll take Renard Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my uh, – this pains me. This is worse than Florida. Just this be is. honest, man. It's okay. I mean, I have to. I have to be honest. To me, linebacker, you in the last 10, 15, 20 years is the University of Georgia. Oh, my God. Curveball. What did you think? What did you think I was going? Florida State. I really do think that Florida State is. The I mean, I'm not going to go the same as you, though. I mean, but why? who is? You can say who you think linebacker you is, and then for argument's sake, say Georgia. But I looked at Georgia's list. I like what they have, but. Depth wise, probably Florida State. Yeah, top to bottom, but even top end. 
They don't have no linebacker better than Derek Brooks. Who does? So okay, so then it's depth and top end. Yeah, but Derek Brooks is at the top of the top end, and then there's there's a little drop off. You gotta go educate yourself on Marvin Jones. Seriously, when did Marvin I'm, Jones play? I am serious. In the damn eighties. I'm not 90s, educating myself late. on Marvin Jones. Yeah, you. Anyways, will. Georgia. Next time, next time you guys come over, hit highlight rule will be on Georgia. TV. Thomas Davis. I'll start there. Uh, Roquan Smith, Alec Ogletree, Justin Houston, Leonard Floyd. Yeah, Leonard Floyd is more of an end in college. That's what about fine. Justin Houston? He stood up. Yes. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't watch. <laughs> I know they stood up. But they were, the they were stand, yeah, they were stand up defensive ends. Rush ends. They're three four. They're like a stud. Yeah. Yeah. The lineman. Anyways, Jordan Jenkins was a stud at the time, um, and he was pretty good in, in, in the NFL. He's been pretty good in the NFL. Lorenzo Carter, Davin Bellamy. I mean, no, 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 no. That's a D lineman. Dude, they're Russians. You're a Why? Because they're not in a three point stance? Yeah. They're linebackers. They're, they play at the line of scrimmage. Get out of here. I can't, I'm not giving you those. No, hell no. I can't have those? No, no. Not no, but hell no. Well, then I'm going back to Florida. Okay. Going back to Florida then. Florida's right. my DB or my linebacker, you. You don't even believe that. I do believe that. No, you don't. After Florida State, Florida's my linebacker, you. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> can, there can only be one. Okay, and I'm supposed to believe what Bleacher Report says? No, George that Bleacher Report wasn't even that was that was out in 2014. The hell am I supposed to believe that for? You know, the other one that's been good lately was Bama. Bama had a bunch, but they just but but free. it's just not sustained. No, I mean, but 09. I said Clemson was D line U um, for the same reason. So I yeah. mean, they 10, 10 to 12 years they've had. But see, Bama is they, they haven't had. It's not comparable to what Clemson is on the D line. That's true because Clemson's seriously had like 12 first round linemen in the last seven years or some it's crap like signed, that's ridiculous. They just signed three more, so it, it's ridiculous what they are. But no, uh, yeah, Florida State. Florida State's probably linebacker, linebacker you. and I hate to say that. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. But there's a lot. There's, I mean, there's those are good football players that you mentioned for sure, man, for sure. And they did it at college level and the NFL. You're right. Almost all of them. Sitters, let us know who's linebacker you for you. Yeah, let us know. All right, enough of me talking good about other teams that I don't like. Yeah, I love it. That was great. That was refreshing. You being honest with yourself. Am yeah. I ever not honest with myself? Yeah, 2020, new year, new you. I'm glad you've turned that leaf. I feel, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm not very biased. Uh, wow, there's a lot of, <laughs> lot of tops popping right there, boys. Not guilty. That is not. That me. is not me. No. Or Brad. It's hey, all sit-ins. On the porch, baby. <laughs> uh, you, you aren't biased. You get in trouble for not being biased. Yeah, Your I brother, do. Uh, whoops, I already said it. Your brother wants you to be more biased. I know. He's got a nickname for you. I know, and I, I'm not a, I'm not a overly appreciative of it. I know. Honest. Apparently, you really don't like it. No, I'm not. I'm not going to say what it is because it will out other people. And it's okay. That's fine. Anyways, let's go to baseball, man. Let's go to baseball. So let me ask you a question. Talk to me. You're you're a baseball guy. You have a kid. Oh, by the way, shout out to your, your son. <laughs> Dude, he was part of a freaking no-no you didn't tell us last week. He was part of That's a no-no. That's bullshit. Uh, you should have mentioned, I don't care how he performed, did they get a hit? Yes or no? No. Did he pitch in the game that they didn't get a hit in? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. I don't need, I don't need to hear anything else. No-no. Props to the young man. Props to the young man. He walked a guy against a bad team. Don't care. Did he get a hit? They're bad. Okay. You've never walked anyone? He did have He did fine. He did fine. He did fine. It should have been mentioned. That's all I'm saying. Won't happen again. Okay. Okay. Um, also, one, yes, of our, one of our guests, previous guest, Brock Edge. Brock Edge. Freaking playing for Florida right now? Yeah. That's awesome. He was on the, Remember he was on this show talking about being excited for the opportunity, didn't know how it was going to go, was 
freaked out. Like, man, they get, they gave me so much gear. I didn't I didn't even know my stuff. And now right. he's actually like playing in the opener and getting at, at bats and stuff. Pretty cool, man. Happy for that kid. It is pretty cool. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he'll start getting a little bit more AB. He's gonna get a little bit more comfortable. He's gotten three so far now. He's two for three. So I mean, you're hitting six sixty seven. That's pretty solid. No, um, not bad, not bad at all. He's he's probably the best defensive outfielder there still. But you know, whatever happens, happens. We'll 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 see and we'll go from there. No matter what, man. We had a UF baseball player on the show. Yeah, proud of that. Pretty cool. Pretty cool for Brock too. Yeah, I didn't want to go into baseball without going going there. But so you're a baseball guy, more or less, right? Right. What is your take uh, or your opinion on baseball? as a whole right now like on a a grand scheme not like the minor or the you know the rule changes you were just reading to me but on like an overall um you know they say all publicity is good publicity right that's what they say yeah i don't think so i'm not not sure about that in this one it's uh it's in a it's in a very dangerous state right now i agree i'll say that i think that uh manfred has has done some things that um put the whole game in jeopardy and that sounds that sounds a little drastic maybe but Baseball isn't a game that uh that that's overly popular right popular right now in the United States. Right. Um, you know, attendance isn't all that great across the board. There, of course, you're going to get the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Dodgers. You know, the big great market. Yeah, the the big market great teams are going to get their fans. But Jesus Christ, have you been to a game in Tampa lately? Yeah. No. no nobody else has either. No. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's it's not in a great state overall in just the grand scheme of things because it is a relatively boring game. It's it's kind of slow play, <laughs> slow paced. Um, so to have this this dust cloud of shit all over it isn't good. It's not good. So you're referring to the um, the stuff we've talked about in previous episodes. The Astros the cheating, a- right? Yeah, exactly. And like, now, do you want to update the people on like what their punishment was? And I say punishment with air quotes. Like what was handed down? Uh, yeah, uh, there wasn't any. Right. They were, they were, as a matter of fact, actually given like immunity. Right. Right. Don't like, don't hit them because then you'll be in trouble. Yeah. So like that's let's talk about baseball's unwritten rules. So if you if you do dumb stuff, if you if you steal signs, if you get caught, you know you get hit. That's, we throw at you. Yeah. Yeah. We we throw we throw a pitch at your usually in your rib cage back area somewhere in there. We don't, we're not trying it's to kill hurt, people, but, but it's not going to injure you. Right. Yeah. I don't want this to feel let, good. Yeah. Let you know. Hey, don't do that crap again. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's baseball. Right. So. The commissioner has said if somebody does throw at the Astros players and it's intentional, how you can determine that or not is insane to me. But if I throw an inside fastball and it just misses in, then are you going to suspend me for that? I mean, in this case, they'll know. But Maybe. But So apparently they're going to suspend guys that throw at the Astros players now. But not suspend the Astros. Who did the cheating. Who did the cheat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh... Backwards. That is just uh, it's that's mind, to me. mind blowing to me too. I don't I don't get it. And there's so many athletes, not just baseball, but I mean, hell, LeBron James, one of the one of the most well known athletes in the whole entire world, yeah. has come out and said baseball needs to fix this. And I I have to agree with the guy. He he ain't wrong. He said, listen to your athletes. Like listen if, to if, your athletes. And, but he, that's what he should do. Listen to the guys that are, you know, for the longest time, baseball the union has been like so cohesive and together and strong they never speak out against each other some people some people can argue it's the strongest union in in the world like in like regular day blue collar work white collar work that union baseball union is very galvanized right but for so so great word you like that galvanized (laughs) so for these guys to be speaking out against each other in the the way that they are 
they don't ever do that. So that should merit more like consideration from yeah. Manfred to be like, oh shit, this may be a little bit bigger than I initially thought. Right. You well, know, another thing too, not mean to cut you off, no, you're fine. back to you, but it, you know, it again brings a comparison because commissioners, Goodell, a lot of people hate Goodell, but Goodell brought Thursday night football. Goodell subsidized some games to Fox, made everybody tons more money. He's a little bit of an idiot, but he's also an incredible <laughs> businessman though. Right. He's yeah. Made, at least he's got something going for him. Right. So, some people were comparing the situation to like the black eye, not the act, but like the the effect to like the Ray Rice situation. Right. Where they initially gave him two games. And then they saw the video. And then the video came out. I was like, oh, damn it. Let's give him uh, seven games. Um, actually, he's going to be out indefinitely. Actually, he'll <laughs> never play football again. Right. Right. But so now what they do now in the Miles Garrett situation, they said suspended indefinitely. So that way I don't look weak backtracking. I don't look bad throwing out a date, having to add more because, you know, the social media presence just absolutely dry, you know, drags him and, and kills him you know, in the public arena. Some people were saying, like, what he should have done was until we figure out how we actually want to go about this, let's just we're going to do something like Astros are an indefinite suspension of some sort. Find out how we want to go about it. Talk to your other players in the league and then. Okay, yeah, this is actually a little bit bigger than I initially thought. So there has to be suspensions. It can't be immunity. But now what he's done, giving immunity, not stripping a title, not, uh, you know, giving punishment for people who throw at the Astros. If, just don't say it. Right. Don't, you don't have, just don't say it. it the I, game take care of itself. Yeah, the game, exactly. The game polices itself. It's just weird that it's like you drew a line in the sand. Now you're getting all this public backlash as you should. Now you're fixing to have to back backtrack again most likely well what but how can you though right right well you know he's already backtracked once <laughs> yeah when he called the world series championship just a piece of metal yeah the the trophy for your, the trophy your just sport just a piece of metal you doesn't you, really mean that much you you can call another sports trophy a piece of metal but you can't call yours can you call any professional sports no, just a piece no, of metal you can't but like that's the pinnacle that's what you're going for right that's the reason I mean, that's people what, play that's what you play for Plus is to win paycheck, a championship but, yeah. i mean yeah, yeah yeah of course the paycheck but yeah, no, I don't. I'm not a fan. So all that saying, I think he's an idiot. I think he's made some. I think he really tripped over himself in this instance. I don't know if you guys have have followed Trevor Bauer in any of this, but he's been a really good follow and kind of called him out quite a bit. Like, not just him, but everyone. He he's called out everyone. Media and, market, how they cap the you can't show certain video. Bingo. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I I did. I, and if if our listeners, if you haven't, make sure you like and retweet this, but also go check him out. Because that's a good plug. He's pretty, yeah, he's pretty good though. A, no, he he is. And that's he a shameless has, plug. Yeah, he has a uh, he has like a YouTube channel, and he there's plenty of videos out there. He he does a really good job of explaining some of the things that uh, that are going on. But as far as the Astros go, let me ask you this real quick: How do you feel about the 2017 season? Should they be stripped of their title? I do. I really do. Okay, I'm I'm with you on that. But who does it go to? Vacant. Uh, I, say yeah, vacant. I, I say vacant. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, I w- I, you're definitely not going to go to the team that they beat. No, I don't care how they beat him. I'm not rewarding the loser. You, you still lost. Maybe yeah, you should have cheated. And, uh, and I mean, who's to say if the Astros weren't cheating, they play the Yankees instead of the Astros, and then the Yankees beat them in four? I mean, yeah, so like, no, no, we're not doing that. We're not going to rewrite history. No, but the, I am going to go back and say, hey, it sucks that that this damn happened. But nobody's getting this trophy. And yeah, if, and, 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 it, and it will be a black eye because now anyone. They could look in the history books. Like, what happened in 2017? Oh, oh the, the cheaters. The Astros were, oh, wow, that was bad. Right. I mean, that, I think that's, and they don't have the championship. Like, no, I, I don't think you should award it to a lo- the losing team. Like you said, you can't, how do you, how, their whole playoff run. 
right. all of it. Everything you could know, be completely different. So yeah. sorry, Dodger fans, but, but I do you're not getting you're not getting the World Series title no matter what. Are, are there actually Dodger fans like that want it? Greg Gilman does. Coach Gilman. Coach Gilman. Oh man, I'm, I like Coach Gilman. I'm not saying. Anything. I'm not sure that he can figure out how to open a podcast and hear this. So I don't know uh, if well, he'll he, ever hear. He follows the Twitter. He does follow the Twitter. I don't, I don't think that the Dodgers would take it. You know what I mean? I, I don't think they want them to have it, but I don't think the Dodgers would take it. I don't know if anybody heard not. that, but no, you're gonna have not. to get closer to the mic if you're going to speak. But what he said was he doesn't think that the Dodgers would take it, and I think you're probably right. I, I don't think I wouldn't if I was part of the Dodgers. It's There's no way. It's the Dodgers. They'll take it. You I'm think just, so? Yeah, I really do. I really do. Well, it'll never that. happen. So They're from California, good. bro. They're going to oh, take what they can get. My God. We don't have any listeners there anyway. <laughs> but... Damn, man. Market's Sorry. Expanding. Market's expanding. Yeah, we do. We do have some other places. I don't think Cali, though. Um, all right. So now let's let's go to uh, uh, players around the league, right? They're, they're, they've commented. Cody Bellinger's been a big guy that's commented. Uh, a lot of people have commented. And then Carlos Correa has come back and doubled down on himself Woo. and everything else and said, yeah. Uh, basically, if you don't know what's going on, don't, don't comment on it. Yeah. So he's doubled down saying that, you know, it is what it is, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what the hell he's saying to be quite honest, but he's making an ass of himself is what he's doing. That's what it seems like. He's putting a target on his back. Yeah. He's definitely putting a target on his back. Thanks to JT Clark for that. So let me ask you. So with him, <laughs> what is he supposed to do? I guess probably just not say a damn thing. I think like shut up. I think but he's. I think it. this like, all could have been avoided. Not avoided. It's never going to be avoided because of the, of the significance of it. But this could have been so much different if everybody on the Astros would have come out together and said a, 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 a true, a real apology for what they did. Say, you know what? We screwed up. It it wasn't just me. It wasn't just this guy. It wasn't just this guy. It started at the top and it filtered all the way down. And we we did some dumb shit. And that's life. Sometimes you do dumb shit, and you got to learn from it. We're going to learn from this. We're not going to do it anymore. And uh, that's what it is. But they didn't do that. What would be different, though? Would you look at them differently? I would, yeah. Really? I really would. Differently than that, I look at them right now. Well, yeah. Would I respect them uh, as baseball players? Eh, Maybe, but I I would have more respect for them as human beings if they just said, everybody screws up in this life, okay? Nobody's perfect. Right, no, of course. Nobody will ever be perfect. People cheat all the time in in baseball and, and whatever. Right. I mean that you're going to try to create a, a competitive advantage because you want to win. That's part of that's part of being a competitor. They so, had no remorse. I'll buy that because none. When then they initially did the investigations, none of them talked. Which I I mean I don't know if I was in that situation, I probably wouldn't have said a damn thing either. Probably but not. Then the only reason they got any information out of this is because they did give them immunity, right? That's what that's Manfred's story, anyways. Right. I had to offer immunity because I wasn't getting a damn thing else from them. We would have never found anything out, you know, like on the record. Right. That's what he said. That, that's his. That's his. I don't know, man. I I think the whole thing is ugly. I think it's. I think it's disgusting, and I think that they should be ashamed. I think they should be stripped. I think there should be suspensions and punishment handed down to the organization. They did take draft picks away, right? Uh, I think they did, and they fined them a little bit. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I I think it's just it's just not good for baseball. And then I think as far as flipping it a little bit. The rule changes. Like, they're trying to cater. You know, we were talking with JT earlier. They're trying to cater to the fan that doesn't like baseball or doesn't really watch baseball anyways. Well, why are you – you might as well cater to the traditionalist who's going to always watch the baseball game instead of turning the traditionalist off by trying to gather or garner new new watchers, new viewers. Right. That you're aren't going to be there anyway. You're not going to get the new viewer. 
and you're also going to run the baseball enthusiast or traditionalist off. So now your market is literally, you literally ran, it's just, they're getting in their own damn way, honestly. I, just leave it alone. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I absolutely agree with you, that. You can't speed the game of baseball up. It's as fast as it's going to be. I mean, it's not it's, like a basketball game where you can get a fast break offense and just go to work. Yeah, like or that. turn the shot clock. There is, I mean, there, I mean, you just this doesn't work. That's the game. It's baseball. We said it last week or two weeks ago. It's baseball. That's that's how this is how the game is played. Right. You can't speed it up. You either like it or you don't like it. Yeah, and then if you don't like it, then don't watch it. And most people don't. Or the, let them juice again. Hey, we all watched baseball when they did that. Anthony. Anthony says, let them juice. I know we're, we all kind of, I mean, they'll hit the ball further. I'm, I'm with it. The balls are juiced. Why not juice the players? Well, that's why they had to juice the balls because they don't let those guys do steroids anymore. And the sad thing is. Get a little closer. The sad thing is the game of baseball right now has some of the best players in history, in my opinion. The right. game has gotten more exciting to watch, and he's completely screwing it up <laughs> for no reason. Right. You know what I mean? I, I no, I totally agree. I, just, I don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get it. It's just, it's like people. I think they do it in the school system. They change um, the way we have to do thing or testing or you know the way you have to be taught because they have to have a job. Curriculum changes because you have to have a job. So if we don't ever need to change curriculum or do change how things work, then those people in those curriculum studies, they don't. What, what are they doing? They're not earning a paycheck. So it's the same kind of thing. Like. Maybe he feels like he's commissioner. He has to change. I, I just think it's real, real bad and super bad timing with all this, all this stuff coming out right now. Not a, not a good look. Definitely not a good look. Um, let's since we're on Manfred and how awful he is for baseball. Uh, he's he's had some rule changes. Obviously, yeah. we talked about the uh, the three batter minimum last week. We both think it's ridiculous. It's terrible. Um, and then there there's other. <laughs> Not me, man. Not me. Not me. Not me again. Um, several rule changes. Right. Uh, one of them is, I forgot what they were. JT, tell me. <laughs> so there's, there's the whole mound visit thing. So now MLB used to get one visit an inning, um, and that was only for the manager or pitching coach. Now you get five visits total per game. It doesn't matter if you're a catcher. Your shortstop, your coach, whoever takes a mound visit. Um, Chris, you're a former catcher, right? Um, how how hin- how how much would that hinder you and your pitching staff? Terrible, because there'd be so many times when Joe would be on the bump and he'd be just wetting the damn bed. I'd have to go out there and snatch a knot in his ass and be like, "Hey, some bitch, throw a damn strike, dude! Stop being scared of this hitter. Go at him!" Dude, and dude, um, stop, stop there, because there's some <laughs> listeners that might actually believe that dumb crap. We didn't really play together at the same time, but <laughs> I promise you, I've had that conversation with people not named Joey, my pitchers. Like, dude, get it together! Like, th- y'all are mental midgets. Pitchers are. Some of them are. Not, I said y'all as a whole, like as pitchers. Right, and I said some of them are. Okay, well, anyways, but there are times when you do have to do that. You don't want to have the wa- the coach waste one of his visits to go out there and handle something that is just as simple as them getting their mind right. Right. So, yeah, like JT said, a lot, a lot, like plenty of times you'd go out and be like, hey, dude, it's okay. Like, he see how far I can hit it right here. Throw it down. The, he can't hit. Like, throw the ball down the middle. Like, right. Yes, that that would be terrible to take away from something – that need that the coach needs later because you're just trying to settle somebody down. Right. Plus the strategy part of, of first and thirds and, and different defenses and different alignments and whatnot. You know, if we've got a pinch hitter and, you know, in the major leagues, they, they have 
you know, little index cards in their pockets with every everybody's stuff on it. But say say something changes and they they want to throw a guy a different way. Now you're going to use one of your five visits to to tell your third baseman to do what he what you want him to do. Like it, right. it's just dumb to me. And then sometimes too, like when there is a runner gets on second, you're supposed to talk about the, like the sequence the, when the catcher gives his signs to the pitcher before the inning, of course. But if they're on it and we're talking about stealing signs, if you feel like hey he's on it. Well, I'm not going to just keep sitting down here throwing the same sequence that the son bitch knows. Right. We're going to change it. I'm, and I'm going to go change it right then in the middle of the inning. And I guess that would be a visit. Yep. So that's now, terrible. So now that's a visit, and you're exactly right. They're, stealing signs in baseball, just so everyone knows, it's part of the game if yeah. you do it in a certain way. You know, if, if I'm on second base and you're not good enough as a catcher to, to have some kind of system, and I know your signs, you're dang right we're going to give it away. 100%. Um, and – as a catcher, Chris, I mean, I'm sure you've noticed, okay, hey, this guy's standing up, he's leaning down, he's throwing dirt, he's doing something. Yeah. I'm going to go take a mound visit, and we're going to be on the same page. And now it has limited that. And the whole reason that he's doing this, again, he wants to speed up the game. It, baseball's a game. It's a slow game. It is. It, it is. It's a thinking man's game. There's no um, way around that. It, it's even – even me, I've played baseball, coached baseball – I still can't watch a whole nine inning game if I'm not involved wholeheartedly. <laughs> Me either, unless I'm at the park with a with a drink in my hand. Then at that point, I can sit and relax and enjoy it. Exactly. But I'm not going to watch a nine inning game at no. home. No, hell no. It's unless I have enough money on it, and then maybe I will. <laughs> right. But right. um, you know, but I'm still going to watch occasionally. And now people like me are starting to get frustrated with all this stupid stuff. And then yeah. some of the some of the other rule changes that haven't taken place yet. So there's there's a league. It's called the Atlantic League. Right. It is an independent baseball league that the MLB is affiliated with, but it's not it's not like a true minor league system that is affiliated with you know the Yankees or the Dodgers. Gotcha. Um, but they use it as their testing ground. So some of the the stupid things they're doing there, they're using robo umpires. So basically the umpire stands behind home plate and waits for a buzzer to tell him if it's a strike or a ball. Uh, some of the videos are horrendous. Um, I mean, yeah, it's technology. You said hilarious wrong. Yeah, hilarious, horrendous, <laughs> touche, all together. Yeah, um, that's one thing. You can now steal first, so any wild pitch, pass ball, <laughs> if, uh, if it gets by the catcher at any point, uh, whether there's no strikes, one strike, whatever, you can make the decision to attempt to steal first. Um, so if you <laughs> leave the box and run towards first, if you get thrown out, you're out. If you're safe, then you're on first. Um, That's crazy. There's a, <laughs> does that count as a stolen base, a hit? How does that go? Seriously, I really don't know. I, I have no idea. It's um, got to be a stolen base, I guess, but what does it do for the pitchers? I mean, if it's a wild pitch or a pass ball, I guess it's an unearned – wild pitch is an earned run, so – Hell if I know. <laughs> um, they haven't thought that far. Yeah, and, and again, like the thing that that drives me up the wall is it's the, in my opinion, I said this a minute ago, it's the best era of baseball in my opinion. Yeah. Um, there's some really, really unbelievable baseball players right now. The game has changed. Um, obviously, you know, the world has changed. People are bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah. Without the use of steroids that we went through that era, and we're doing all these stupid things – that are turning the purest off and the the cheating scandal on top of it. It's a this is a, a big season for Major League Baseball in my opinion. They will have the interest though, right? Like people will be tuned in. Maybe. I mean, I'm going to watch the first Astros game to see how soon he gets hit. What's the over under? 82 and a half, 83 and a half? Over. I'm taking the over. I think what's a normal number? For a team, I'm, yeah. I'm, it's got to be way over. I don't know when that that number was. I, I mean, is that for the first month of the season? Here's my thing: if you're if you're a pitcher, 
You're going to chill. You're going to wait. You're not going to do it game one because it's obvious. I would. I think, that, I think there's some teams that will do it game one because they just don't care. Send a message. And they're going to send that message because it's going to – you think the Dodgers, if they played the Astros, I don't know what the interleague schedule is, but I promise you, they don't. I don't give a damn if it's game one yeah. or game 162. They're drilling. Carlos Correa is wearing it, yeah, all year long. Absolutely, I, I'm, I'm not. Doubt. I'm not disagreeing with you, but set like okay, so they're baseball, in the division they're with they're in the division with the Rangers, the the Angels, the whole West out there, um, the Athletics, so. I don't think that they go in the first week of the season and just start hitting people, but I do think throughout the season because they're going to play them what twenty times. They're going to play them. I mean, they're they're going to get hit in the middle of the season more than they get hit at the beginning of the season. I think. I think that's when you'll see it get get kind of fun, honestly. Yeah, I agree. I think the middle of the season is going to get more, but I promise you, when the Yankees and the Astros play, that's a game that everybody wants to watch because yeah. that's who they walked off. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a. Uh, it's tough to hit a 103-mile-an-hour fastball yeah. without something. And the whole – the jersey thing, I don't know if we've talked about that yet, where allegedly – No, yeah. I, I was just about to mention that just now. It, it, you know, what Because we talked about a lot of this stuff, but what about the jersey in particular and all the excuses from, from everywhere? Like the unfinished <laughs> tattoo that literally apparently says unfinished on his collarbone. Have you all heard that? No. Okay, apparently they said there was an unfinished tattoo on him. But his tattoo allegedly literally says unfinished. On his collarbone. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It says uh, the best the best little meme or whatever you kids call it these days. It's like Correa says that and goes up to Altuve. He's like, hey, man, you got to go get a bad tattoo. Here's why. So, uh, I mean, nobody's uh, buying that crap. You you hit a walk-off home run yeah. to, to send your team to the World Series. You could do whatever you want. I don't care what kind of tattoos I got. I've got plenty, and some yeah. of them are bad. I right. hit a walk-off home run off a 103-mile-an-hour fastball, rip it off. Y'all don't want to see that, but right, rip it off. Unless you have and a buzzer in your jersey, one hundred and three mile hour fastball is coming. Then don't rip it off. Yeah. I'll go to the clubhouse. I'll change my shirt to I'll my championship shirt, and I'll be back in about three. Yeah, yeah. you know, my, I have one more question about it too. That how does AJ Hinch allegedly? He's so AJ Hinch was the manager of the Astros, and allegedly at times he went and ripped down a monitor on two occasions. Um, if he was so against it. I don't know. Just from from being a coach, right? Um, if I'm against it, we ain't doing it. Um, here's I, I used to always say: here's the keys you can take them. Um, yeah, it, it's I'm gonna run it my way, and if I'm that much against it, that I'm ripping down monitors. I, I feel like I don't know. It's just it's, and he's the one who got all the punishment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Him and Cora are the only two people truly that have been punished. Because I think they find the Astros like what a quarter. Beltran did get punished well, I mean, by the fired. organization. Yeah, well, he got fired. so Cora, Beltran, and Hinch, all managers now, no players. But the Mets, though, the Mets yeah. handed out the punishment, not Manfred. Yeah, no, no, not yeah, Manfred, yeah. and yeah. the Red Sox. Yeah, yeah, it was. And I think the fine to the Astros was like, I mean, <laughs> it was like a quarter in in our terms. You know what I mean? Like they find them like ten million. Okay, what do they make that in? Yeah, about three games. They made that in the first two innings of yeah. the World so, Series. So. I mean, yeah. That, okay, come on. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, man. So, uh, what we got next, dude? Uh, I think we should talk. Uh, act- that was us. Yeah. Um, I think we should- <laughs> that was not. I think we should. Uh, JT actually, who happens to be here tonight, sent us a tweet about um, NCAA football and and not just football, all sports. Right. Um, apparently, a new a new thing that's been discussed is uh, considering allowing D one athletes to transfer once for any reason. 
without having to sit out a year. How do you feel about that? <clears throat> so, compared to what we have now, right? I mean, I just think here's here's where I think it would clean. And I'll give you I'll give you a direct answer. I'm not gonna dance around it. But here's where I think it would clean up situations like Georgia just had. The kid left, moved closer to home to go play at Illinois, correct? Luke Ford. Yep. Right, Luke Ford is his name, um, to be closer at home so that his grandfather, who was sick, ill, will be able to watch him play. Well, I guess he didn't fall in their guidelines or their restrictions close enough or wasn't close enough or far enough away from home or whatnot to be granted eligibility. Right. So he didn't get to play. His dad or grandfather, grandfather. passed today, I believe. Today or yesterday. It was recently, yes. Recently and never got to watch him play a game. Right. But you have guys that get their ass whipped in a competition, have a better lawyer, and then get their waiver pushed through and can play immediately. You got Justin Fields. And there's there's others, not just him. The kid at Miami, Tate Martell. Tate Martell. Had that worked out great. But there's others. There's <laughs> others of those too. You know what I mean? Like I just I don't like that. I just don't like the so kid that went from like coastal to Virginia Tech or something oh like yeah, that. Oh yeah, he was another one that he yeah. didn't get he his was like three brain. miles outside of his, uh, his their their guideline. Their guideline, right? So I think that would clean that part up. It would also eliminate these guys that maybe go to two or three different places. Like the guy that had the cup of coffee in Colorado, and then it's like, oh yeah, nope, this ain't for me. It's too cold or whatever, and left. Right. Like, um, I don't know. Let me let you answer or give, <laughs> give me your opinion, and, and I'll come back to it. Because off the cuff, I'm like, I think it's okay compared to how it is now. I think it's such a shit show right now that I'm okay with it. I am. I, I think that, uh, and I, I, a lot of it, you know, everybody talks about coaches. Coaches are able to do whatever they want, whenever they want. And that's true. I don't know, man. It's tough. Cause the real world is like this. I saw something like, well, you can't, you, we can't just leave our jobs. Yeah, you can. It's called indeed.com. <laughs> Or monster, it's it's called whatever the hell search engine you look for another job at. You absolutely can upgrade your job. And Mel Tucker did upgrade his job just to update the poll. It was like eighty-seven <laughs> percent of the people thought Michigan State was a better program. Let than, me let me stop the you right there. Thirteen percent Colorado. I did a little bit of research after we got off air. Like like the second we got off. My air. bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where the hell the thirteen percent came that was from. The first time Joey ever admitted he was wrong. But he didn't have a choice this time. No, why, why was there 13% that said that you voted for Colorado? I'm sure. You damn right I did. I voted for my account and the front porch account. <laughs> that was probably about 13%. What a dick. No, you know you had Steinrich that voted for um, Colorado. Colorado. Of course. But so uh, there we go. Those are your three votes. There you go. But anyways, <laughs> that man made like five and a half. Mel Tucker with like very little to no head coaching experience made $5.6 million at Michigan State. That's right. what his contract is. Like 80% is guaranteed. Yeah, it's a step up. I, I, how can you blame that guy? You can't, and and I'm okay with that. I it's it's so, so hard those, because because I remember I remember my whole childhood college athletics and playing for your college and it meaning something. You know what I mean? And I feel like now it's more of a business than it is uh, a, a a pleasure or whatever. You nailed it. So what we want to as like football purists and team players and guys that are pro team. That's how we were as players. That's how we were as coaches. Right. We want to hold on to that, and and I'm sure there's going to be some programs that can, but the kid is totally different these days. It yeah, is me, right. me, me, I, 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 I got to get mine, and, and you do find those few that are like still pro team, and those are the guys you want to have in your program, but so does everyone else, right? Um, so I think we try to hold on to that, that idea, like that 
you know, the idea that these guys are pro team and they, they do want to play for Florida or they, they're, they're a Seminole. They want to play for Florida state. I think that's becoming few and far between though. Like, I don't think that's going to, I don't think that that trend is going to help or going to continue. You know, I, I just don't, man. I, I don't, I wish it would. I just don't think it will. Do you think it helps hurts or is indifferent to the college football game? Um, help hurt or indifferent. I think the transfer as a whole has made college sports feel more businesslike, right? Right. Less amateur, more business, um, more like free agency. Right. Which I, I'm all I hate that. I'm so against that, but I don't I, I don't know how you fix it from where we have already allowed it to go. Okay. Like let me ask you a question. Why why I, I know I know the answer, but like <laughs> it's yeah, it's rhetorical. The rule has always been you can transfer whenever the hell you want. You just may have to sit out a year. Right. Right? So the whole the transfer it's portal has always been a thing. This isn't new. Agreed. It's just more attention is to it because they're now getting waivers to be able to play immediately, which is like almost like free agency. Well, I, yeah. Well, I was going to say, I think the portal became a, a public, not public, to like the general public, but public to all universities phenomenon relatively recently. Like you had to actually go out and, and search for your uh, schools that you yeah. wanted to go to, to an extent. And now it's like you go to transferportal.com and enter your username <laughs> and password and you get like a whole list of people that are in the portal. Yeah. And they're in their information, their contact info. Right. But yes, yes. So contacting them has been made easier, but I mean, if I'm transferring, I know where I'm going typically anyways, right? Or I'm at least going to shoot a coach a text or a DM be like, hey, what's up? Like, y'all got any interest? So it's made that part easier. I, I will buy that. But um, the, the transfer itself, like the idea behind a transfer is, is not different. The only thing that's different now is the fact that you might couldn't get granted one-year immediate eligibility. Um, and it's very vague as to yeah, who and what gets that. Like the rhyme and reason there is just weird. So if we're gonna, if that's gonna be the name of the game, then then just l let it be once. If you want, if you're, I almost think, I don't know, man. I don't know because there's so many different things. So like, short answer, short answer here is, I'm okay with it. Right, that's the short answer. I the think I, I think I'm with you on that. But but I'm also in the same school of thought that it can be made better than that. But I don't think like, but I don't think that's the end all be all. Like, I don't think that's perfect. I don't think that's how it will stay. I don't know what perfect is. I don't know if perfect even exists in this. Honestly, I, I don't, I really don't either. And I think paying the players makes it a lot more complicated. Oh, I don't even, I'm not going there. Not yet. Wanna, I don't even want to go down that. But, but I'm, but I'm saying in correlation to that, I think it, it makes it a lot more complicated. Yeah. I think there could be a rule put in place. If you want to like have these rules, like, if you're and Bud Elliott is a pretty good follower, and he he's like been beating this drum for a long time. But if your head coach, coordinator, or primary recruiter leaves a school, you should be able to leave. You should be able to leave too. I mean, I understand. You know, oh, there's a lot of things to measure. Yeah, well, we're it's not mileage, so it's already more simple than that. Like mileage, you know, like you don't. How do you justify it? Somebody's aunt or someone's loved one that, that actually means something to them. Or if it's just a guardian, which is what's going on now with these, like medical waivers and stuff right. like that, like that. So there's way more gray area in that than say coordinator, head coach, primary recruiter. Yeah, I'm not opposed to that necessarily either. I I think overall, I'm pretty sure I feel pretty 
good about saying that I'm on board with the one transfer and then and then sit out a year after right. that. I will say I'll say it with this, and I think this will probably make it easier for you. I'm I'm on board with it, but I'm also open to hear someone with a valid argument opposing it. Yeah, like I'm, I would listen. Right, same. Like so if I. there's like if there's if there's something that I'm missing that I haven't thought about right this second that someone's like, oh, you can't do that because this would be catastrophic for this reason, this reason, and this reason. Then I'm like, I am open to be persuaded, if you will. Like I'm not, I'm not dead, dead set. set. Yeah, in yeah. Concrete. This isn't. Yeah, this isn't in stone here. No, I don't think this is. I don't. I think it's like a temporary fix. Maybe. I don't know. I. I, I that's just that's just kind of my. Do we have Do we have any uh, sit-ins that have a uh, have an opinion? Opinion. Can you get closer to the mic, please? And in, in my opinion, if you're terrified, and part of this I heard from the old cast, not to mention other cast, is uh, the state of California and the state of Texas, because what there've been 24 playoff appearances, and in those only uh, nobody from Texas has played in the final four. Nobody from California has played in the final four. In the state of Florida, we only have one appearance. If I'm a kid trying to get somewhere, I'm not going to these institutions that we love these big time universities i'm going to one of those teams that are always there and so california look at those california universities they're already losing masses of talents because they're not competitive and you're getting kids from california that ended up in clemson yeah i mean that was never yeah that didn't happen like yeah you know so out of all the playoff appearances only one has come from florida uh california Texas. yeah and it was florida state just throw that out there Wait till 2020. Oh, God. Oh, God. Can we get you on the record? Can we get you on the record on that? No, bitch. It's February. Oh, oh you said wait till 2020. Yeah. It's 2020. It's 2020. It's 2020. But I think, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the, the proper way to go about it. I really don't. I know it's going to be free agency. I, I know people are going to say it's going to be free agency. Um, I mean, it kind of already is. They're just getting them before they commit. So Right. Yeah. I mean, really, like, come on. Like, it is it's not we don't like to admit it but it is free agency already right i mean like it's there in a sense it absolutely is. their recruits they're going to the best fit right that's what free agents do now Mm -hmm. they're going to the best program that everybody wants to go win and if there is an additional incentive they're going to go where the most of that is that goes with their fit in the program right so that's what's, that's what's already happening as high schoolers. It's, the only difference is now it's going to happen as they've already signed their letter of intent, and now you like them because they go to Florida State. So let me ask you this question. Was Justin Fields leaving Georgia, what stopped them from being a Final Four team? Wait. He asked if oh, Justin Fields God. leaving Georgia was what stopped them from being a Final Four team. All right, so we're going to move on from the transfer stuff because I'm good on it. Transfer. I mean, yeah, it's a good segue. Yeah, absolutely. If they have Justin Fields, and I don't know that Georgia gets beat as a star, as a as a starting quarterback, are you, are you going to say that he's starting over Jake Fromm? I think he comes to take Jake, Jake Fromm's job. I mean, with the way Jake Fromm played, yeah, no, I, I totally do. I, I think when he left, Joey, hang on, no, now. Jake Fromm was should a bad he, player. Should he have yet? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I agree that he should have. He's a better player, absolutely. There's no Fromm, question in my mind. But he played bad. Okay. If he played as he did as a freshman, then there's no, then no. but he didn't. He but had a drop off. That hurt somebody like the University of Georgia when I don't have his numbers in front of me. Sorry to cut you off, Andy. I don't have his numbers in front of me, but I guarantee it wasn't something completion percentage. I guarantee it wasn't that much of a drop off. Hang on, whoa, whoa, from from what from Jake from from his freshman? freshman year, which he was also just pretty average in. You don't think there was a drop off? 
there might have been a small drop off, yeah, but but you're acting like he went from a, a really good player to a really bad player. He went from a really good player to a good player. He didn't turn bad all of a sudden. He still made he, the throws that he needed he to make. Bad. He played bad in, in key games. Yes, he did. Which games? <laughs> you tell me which games he didn't play bad in. Florida. I know he didn't play bad in Florida. Well, yeah, he beat y'all's ass. Right. <laughs> but, but I mean, no, he played bad against – you put me on the spot. I don't have the games in front of me right now. Yeah, I don't but, either. But his numbers, we're looking at him right now. Hang tight. Hang tight, sitters. Joey Fix would be made to look silly again. Uh, yeah, his numbers in 2019 were better than 2018, and they were better than 2017. So, great. So he was a better quarterback. Y'all watch the games. He was a better quarterback. You I'm would just take, tell, I'm just telling you his numbers were better. You would take more yards, third third year, lo, lower completion percentage, lower that's not better. Okay, less interceptions. Quarterback rating was a little worse. But not so, a lot worse. We're not so talking we're not talking about percentage. we're not talking about 170 what was the completion percentage. To, uh 60% uh, his last year, 62% his freshman year. 66% his sophomore year or something like that. Still, you don't have Brom now sitting on the bench. UGA, who's spending more money than anybody else in college football right now, had to go get a transfer out the ACC that everybody's questioning because somebody like Jake Fromm or somebody like Justin Fields is at Ohio State because of the transfer portal instead of sitting tight and waiting his turn like you used to have to wait your turn or go compete, compete for it. Uh, now that program that spent all of this money. They shouldn't have lied to him to begin with. You're gonna play. Beat him out. See, I disagree. I don't. I don't think they said you're going to play. I think they said you're going to get be given every opportunity. Now, right. if we want to talk about, do we agree? Was he the better player, and should he have started? We can talk about it all day long. But I think he was given the opportunity. So I don't think it was a lie. I agree. I don't think it was lie to. That's a Gator fan. He was not. Were you in the room? Absolutely not. So then, how can you say that he was lied to? But except for slandering that man. Why else would he pick Georgia? They don't fit his system. Uh, well, they don't couple. fit his abilities. They don't uh, fit the bag man. Okay. Is he from? Is he any from Georgia? Does it? Did Georgia's offense doesn't? No, not anymore. She did though. She does, she does go there. Oh yeah, she still She's goes there because he right. he left because uh, yeah. But he, anyway, but he he lives in Georgia. Okay. Okay, that's fine. But there's nothing about Georgia fit him. Mm. Nothing. Their I mean, system didn't fit him. Their style of play doesn't fit him. He's an electric player. They're a boring-ass offense. I mean, you're not going to find an argument for me there. So why pick there? Oh, because you were told I'm going to play. Or you gave me a bag that's a little bit bigger than everybody else. And I'm okay with either. I'm sure he had a chance. I'm sure he was told. There's no coach in America said, you're going to be the starter. I'm sure he didn't say you're going to be a starter. I'm sure he was like JT said, you're going to have a chance to play. Did he have a chance to play? No, he he never had a chance. He never had a chance to compete for that job. I can't. I do not believe that. So you're telling me he got a fair shake out of his freshman year, Jake Fromm, sophomore year? Why the hell wouldn't he? Because they like Jake Fromm. I mean, okay. He he was confident. He It ain't like he was news to him that Jake Fromm was there. He you knew would, that. You would think not. I mean, he knew he was there as a five-star quarterback that's there who, who already made another five-star leave. It, this isn't news. He made Easton leave. Right. And then he made another five-star leave. Yes, he did. But I'm saying that was not news when Justin Fields signed. And now the program's in a worse place. Oh my God! Well, Am I wrong? Am I wrong on that? They're in a worse place. Well, yeah, they are now. With right, without him there, they didn't think Fromm was going to be leaving right as a junior. Nobody saw that shit coming. You want to know why Fromm left? Why wouldn't they? You want to know why Fromm left? Because 
damn UGA fans like people that are sitting in the room talk trash about him when he played horrible, but will sit up here and say he played better, but trashed him on Twitter when he played bad. <laughs> listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. listen. Yeah. So that's why, because Georgia fans talked about how bad Fromm he was, for the, how bad the offense was, and how bad Kirby Smart was for not having an offensive coordinator. Podcast has been and hijacked. That is why. It's over. <laughs> That is why. How did we get here? <laughs> I don't know. How did we get here? I don't know. We're here. We might as well embrace it. The only UGA fan in the room wanted Fields to play. I want to go on record as saying that. Yeah. I feel like after the LSU game, Fields should have been the starter. I feel like Jacob Eason should have been the starter after the Auburn game of Fromm's freshman year. I agree with that. That's just me, and I'm not Kirby Smart. So, at the end of the day, the transfer portal has hurt a team. With that much money, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, it hurt that particular team, but it helped Ohio State. So, is it bad or good? Ohio State still had people in the chamber. They moved people out of the way because Justin Fields is that good. Of course. People out the way. So, <laughs> I need to get you on the record here. Georgia is better with Fromm than they are with Fields. Me? Yes. Hell no. Oh, okay. That's what I thought we were arguing. No, I'm saying that he – I'm saying that – yeah, what are you saying? <laughs> I'm trying to figure this shit I'm out try, myself. I'm trying to say, in, according to possibly the coaching staff, yes. Because I, Justin Fields never got a fair shake at it. How many times did he throw the football in a meaningful situation his freshman year? <laughs> yeah, fake punt. I when mean, he came in, he was a running quarterback. That dude's I, not a running quarterback. I, I, I'm not arguing that. He also got rid of that damn offensive coordinator that was making that call. Two years later. A year later, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I was about to say he fired two. So yeah, well, two in two years. Maybe finally, hopefully, he finds found somebody that's a little uh, more intelligent. I mean, maybe, but I, I mean, I'm not getting on the Kirby thing again. I would love to hear you tell me he's a good coach again, but he's a good coach. He's not a great coach. But I mean, I'm saying like yeah, the coach might that, be. the coach that made that call sat ultimately made all the right moves. Whatever. Oh hell! Talking to the mic. I just want to ask you a question. I thought Charlie Strong was a lock as an analyst to UF. No, I never said that. I don't I'm know. Just asking, I, I, no, no. According to UF Twitter, that was a done deal, and it approved the staff. And then when I saw when I saw the thing in Alabama, I was I'm like, glad that didn't happen. I was like, "Whew, goodness gracious, how did that?" I don't. I really. I. I don't know why or how or for what reason that didn't happen. It should have happened, but I'm not a huge Charlie Strong supporter. But I think in that role, he would have been excellent. Well, he's, he's way overqualified for that role. Very true, but he's in the same role at Alabama, so it doesn't I mean, really no, matter. No, no, I, oh, I understand what happened. He, Anyways. He's going to the car wash. Back to the portal, back to, to that. You're on record. You say that the portal, the, the, the transfer not sitting out a year is okay right now, right? I don't think it's perfect, but I think it's okay. I'm, same. I'm open to something else, but until – that's like when people complain about something. Like if somebody complains about something, but they don't have a solution – you're not, that, well, then you're, what are you complaining you're about? You're just bitching. Like, right. Go sit Go sit in the corner. But if you don't have a solution. So until there is a better solution, in my opinion, where we are right now, uh, that's what I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Okay. Well, now that the hijacking of this damn show <laughs> is over with, and after a pause and a couple of crack opens of other beverages, <laughs> holy hell. <laughs> um this has been fun. That's been a good one. This has been fun. I hope it listens as good as it listened in here. Agreed. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I'm I hope fully you guys you. get to enjoy this as much as we did here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we were potentially going to talk about college basketball. We'll save that for next week. Yeah. We were potentially going to talk about the NFL. To hell with it. Uh, we yeah. will, since... 
oh, the NBA dunk contest was fantastic. We'll go ahead and touch on that real quick. It was great. The All-Star game was good. And now we're over that. Um, <laughs> sorry, it was decent. No, it was. It was good. The man got robbed again. Yeah, Aaron Gordon got robbed twice in uh, four years. Um, and then the last thing was... Boxing. Boxing. Big match this weekend. Uh, Fury, Wilder. Brad, we'll start with you. Who you got? Wilder, because it's cooler. The name is cooler? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Wait, wait, stop, stop. Yeah. How do you feel at your March Madness bracket? Do you go by like mascots, which one's cooler or I feel like one with my heart and one with my head. One with your heart and one with your head. Mascots. Got You've it. You've been around a long time, you know to talk into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> talking into the beer bottle. <laughs> he said he's talking into the beer bottle. <laughs> he did. Um no, you know he picks out his bracket, whoever has a lower number, he picks them. <laughs> Good That's move. It. Anthony, who you got? Into the mic, please. Wilder by knockout. Oh, what round? Yes, thank you. Sixth. Oh. Wilder. I don't. Decision or knockout? I, I'm going knockout, but later. Eight. Go ahead, Joey. I kind of wanted you to go. <laughs> I was going to go the Fury, the white guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's crazy. That guy's crazy. I didn't know his name. It was Furious. So I said the white guy. I didn't know if he, I didn't know if everyone that was actually his Tyson, name. Tyson, Tyson Fury. Yeah, him. Um, so you, so no, I got, don't think he actually wins. If he wins, he'll win by decision. But if I'm, gonna, do you think he goes twelve? I don't know if he can go it, twelve. Didn't, didn't it almost go twelve last time? Almost like eleven, right? It, it, it was a decision last time. Oh, it was, was. It was. That's right. It was. It was a draw. Uh, draw. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to tell you. It was a no. He didn't split win. Decision. Split decision. Yeah. <sighs> That was a long time ago. Yeah, but it went. It it's went been a long the, night. The duration. Shoving fest today. Fury really didn't look like he wanted. It. No, and then he, he was. The and then he was talking trash, and it was just like, oh, he was like trying to get him to talk, and Wilder was just like, I'm fixing to knock you out. Like, so who you got? Um, if I had a bet, I would say Wilder by knockout before the tenth round. I know that's a big leap of faith there. <laughs> it won't go to the decision. I got Wilder and a knockout in the third. Oh my God! He's gonna, he's gonna land early. He's gonna land one early. I mean, it Fury, only takes Fury's, one. Yeah, it only Fury, takes a one. That that motherfucker there. Fury has been wrestling. Yeah, he he's he's gonna he's gonna sleep a little bit and then he's gonna go to sleep. I think he's probably gonna go to sleep. So we have how many knockouts in here? One, two. Brad, you never you never actually clarified knockout. Brad, or knockout decision? or decision? decision. <laughs> no, no chance. <laughs> <laughs> if it goes that long, Fury's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> you should say Fury by decision. No. Born to be wilder, man. <laughs> Born to be wilder. I don't know if people I don't know that. if I want to pass it to him to close this out. But yeah, I think it's time to pass it to him. All right, Brad. Uh, do your job, big man. We're here. We got this. That's me for tonight's sitters. This has been Bradford Douglas along with Joey Edge and Chris Martinez with special guest Newton and JT Clark. See you next time, sitters.